Welcome to another conversation of great significance. How you guys been? Pretty good. Kind of chill. Chilling? Yeah. Yeah. You chilling? Doing okay. Just yeah. okay? Yeah. Wife sprained her ankle yesterday. Uh-oh. Yeah. Doing what? Walking out the front door. <laughs> Gets the best of us. It was, uh, that first step's a doozy, as they say. <laughs> it makes me think about, you know, as you get older and people start talking about, you know, I got injured in my sleep. Yeah. Hell, walking out the front door is too much now. I sneezed, fell, fell asleep. Threw my back out. <laughs> fell asleep, right. and now I can't move my arm. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Or my leg. Or that my happens leg. every now and then. You can't move your leg? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You might need to have that checked out. I think so. Yeah. I think I just slept funny. You might want to get a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's options. <laughs> it's like when I'm sitting, like at work. And then your leg stopped being able to move? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? That is very weird. That would be the definition of weird, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> why is it now that I'm going to constantly have in my head to where you stand up and just boom, fall right over because your leg doesn't work? Just one. I won't fall over, so but it, it, it'll just be awkward. Like when your leg falls asleep, you know, and you can't like, like the pins and feel needles. it. Yeah, when you okay. sit on the shitter too long, like gotcha. watching so, videos so or something. So they fall asleep. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah I and then you can't move it. Every time he gets up from work, you know, <laughs> he's sitting over. there doing the stanky leg, trying to get it to <laughs> wake, to wake up. it up. <laughs> right. I'm in the corner, so no one really... Notices me doing whatever I'm doing. So it's kind of nice. That's also true. That yeah. is really true. Yeah. Well, good talk. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, anyway I'm, so. I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm Adam. Not Mike. Yeah, all right. So all right. we're hoping you guys are recognizing our voices by this point. I mean, we're we're quite a few episodes in. Yeah. So it, uh, it we're few. Continues to be a point that people bring up is they have trouble discerning my voice from his from Mike's. Mine is definitely the sexier of the two. For sure. It's a little bit more velvety, you know. A little smoother. A little bit more seasoned. Yeah. I, I, Definitely I, seasoned. A little, I more, think, a little more smoker. I, I would think that if I was to give any advice for telling the two of you guys apart uh, in a podcast, I would probably focus on the first stupid question and realize that was probably Tony. The following remark will generally be Mike putting him back in his place, reminding him it was a stupid question. So... That's the best way to tell apart. And that tracks. And Mike does not know how babies are made. (laughs) Or where where earwax comes from. Or general anatomy questions in general. Or babies. Did we say babies? We said babies. Oh, yeah, you said babies. All right. Should I, like, try to alter my octaves? Make it a little easier? I'd say fuck it. Nah, just roll with it. Yeah. Just roll with it. it. Yeah. No, just wait for him to say something stupid and people can, you know can figure it out from there yeah i think our laughs are distinctly different though laughs for sure yeah yeah <clears throat> i think you can tell when maybe the more laughing. polite thing should have been <laughs> wait for the stupid question wait for me to laugh and then understand um that you know mike's probably gonna say something to tony <laughs> that's either gonna make him laugh or cry um and that's the best way to figure it out or both yeah I, i'm trying not to so it doesn't kill the moment you know so the listener gets a little bit of you know a shot to make a comment in their under their breath or in their head yeah, yeah you know we we like to leave a little bit of room for listener participation yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyway absolutely <laughs> guys have a good weekend i mean besides her spraining her ankle it wasn't bad you know, yeah i know we got together and uh played a little cards a little uh, poker action that was okay. nice i also played some cards in poker this weekend okay. okay um but i did it in a cabin up in the michigan up Ooper. yeah we did not we did it down the street oh okay well i mean there's, there's that um <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, you know, it was kind of kind of nice to have a weekend to to kind of relax, um, kind of go up there, hang out. Uh, my in-laws have a cabin up, you know, up there that's like off-grid cabin, like yeah. generator power, you know, like a little bit of 12-volt light just so you don't like fall down the stairs and die because yeah. they're steep. Um, <laughs> but you couldn't go down them with your, with your leg problems. Hmm. Yeah, just, just so you know. Or it would just be a challenge. Well, I mean, me it out. depends. If you can't feel a leg. Um, Pull me out. Yeah. Um, heave. Yeah. Heave. <laughs> yeah. My uh, father-in-law has a cabin that he goes to, or we go to now, I guess you can say, every Labor Day. It's not his. It's not a family cabin, but we go there. And it is probably one of the most relaxing places to be. Do you have a cell signal while you're there? Very little. Okay. Very little. If you stand in the right place on the right hill with your phone at the right height and... Then it'll ping a or, signal off of some yeah. kind of Russian satellite. Right. <laughs> right. Or you yeah. end up at the bar that's got the Wi-Fi okay. you know, connected to the router. But it's not as off-grid as yours, but it's 
pretty dang close. Yeah, it's um, we used to have almost decent signal. And when I say almost decent signal, like if you stood in the front corner of the deck, you know, and kind of like leaned over the edge, you can, yeah. you know, get some, you get a little bit of reception. Now, uh, if you're at the end of the 70 foot pier, you can get a little bit of reception. Yeah. Can, we get it like a, like it's a huge lake, the St. Croix flowage. And if you get like probably a good half mile out on the water, you get better reception than you do if you're back that, on that cabin. Is that just true to like weird. tree cover and, and things like that? I mean, I don't Might know be. if tree cover even matters for cell signal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how works up there but it's definitely yeah. shitty and that's the only like internet access i can mm-hmm. get is when you're out in the lake. when we're on the bar yeah at the bar rather. at the bar that's not terrible yeah but that yeah. used to that used to be um nothing they didn't even have internet and it, w- it would be very fun to tell to tell the people at work that well i don't have cell service i don't have internet so you're not going to be able to get hold of me and see ya. Yeah, Wait, right. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And that was obviously, in my previous job was more, you know, where a lot of stress came from because you kind of always had to be on call. You had to always, you know, answer the alarm calls at night. If someone had a problem, they didn't know how to solve it. Yeah, you whether, were called. Whether you're on vacation or not, you're yep. getting called. Yeah, yeah. You got email and like all that stuff. So that was, that grew to be one of my better times to relax because even if I wanted to, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, even if they wanted to. They couldn't. Right. So that one got to be uh, got to be pretty good. So I like going there. You know, chill out, relax, and then um, you know, enjoy myself a little bit. So, so now I used to have a, a very similar job to yours, to where everything was. You know, people relying on me fire drills, all this crazy stuff all the time. Right. Oh my God, you've been out of the store for eight minutes. Ah, it's an emergency. Ah. You know, all the time. And then whenever we would go up to the cabin, you're right. Can't reach me. Nothing I can do about it. You know, yeah. it's irrelevant. Um, and it used to be like an anxiety thing for me because, you know, you're, you're worried about obviously performance and a job like that is, is, is hypercritical and people are constantly looking. But it was weirdly relaxing. Mm-hmm. And now it's, I can set my phone down. You know, I wake up, go out to the deck, send my wife a good morning text, send my son a good morning text, realize it may or may not be sent for two and a half hours as it searches. Yep. And then go inside, cook breakfast with the guys, um, pick my phone up at three o'clock in the afternoon and go, hmm, text message sent. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, go and have a cocktail or something. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it's weirdly therapeutic and weirdly relaxing to disconnect completely. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know or am aware of any getaways to the un- unknown, yeah, unknown universe of the uh, country. What do you do to uh, relax, Tony? Yeah, I don't have a family cabin or anything like that. Like, I don't have that kind of, oh, yeah, we go up a couple times a year to go do this. Like, we don't really have that. So I just kind of find it here whenever I can, you know. I do find the podcast relaxing. It's one of the reasons that, you know, we got this going. Um, I actually really like editing the podcast, too. Like, it's it, it's also weird. It, I get that second bite at that apple, you know. Like, conversations that we haven't had in weeks that I completely forgot we had, and then I go back and uh, well, well, Hold up, hold Don't tell people we record this in advance. Weeks. This is live. This is live. Coming at you live from a long time ago. <laughs> And you'll never know when. <laughs> right. As I'm editing all this out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, leave it in. Leave it in. Well, like that's, I mean, that's fun for me. Like I, I do get to relax. Like usually I'll edit this on like Sunday morning when I get up. Like it'll, yeah, you know, before the day really kind of gets going, like I get to go and, you know, pump that out. And then axe throwing, like it's, it's my happy place. So how come you have not set up your own axe throwing arena here in the backyard? Of the uh, podcast studio. My neighbor across the street has one. Just okay. go over there and do it. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, that didn't oh. answer my question, but... How come okay. I haven't set one up here? <laughs> it It's a little bit harder in my backyard because it's such a slope um, mm. setting Jesus. up the boards. But mm-hmm. it does, it, does it slope left to right and back to front? Uh, yes. Oh, that's a strange backyard. It's, the it's weir- almost it's, like a it's like the, a like the top of a spear. It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Huh? But whoa, okay. are you saying the earth's not flat? No, Fuck. I'm not saying that. It is definitely flat. Oh, all these it's years, just not in this backyard. <laughs> it's flat as fuck, boy. <laughs> nah. So you go over to your neighbor's house to toss the axe. Yeah, sometimes or sometimes you know we'll get a bunch of people together and we'll go 
know one of the places around here but i am this summer planning on building my own axe throwing range out in the backyard i do have are you gonna thought that your backyard are you gonna level your your backyard first no i'm just gonna make it work oh okay but good idea and so yeah i've already got about 10 hatchets and i got a good chunk of the wood in the garage so i just kind of got to build it up okay i didn't want to leave it out all the time because i figured that the wood would start to warp and get all (laughs) fucked up but nope sure doesn't the wood that you're to destroy with a hatchet well yeah but in between throwing like i don't want what, to like, get all fucking in the seven seconds in between tosses it's gonna Not, warp no the, the this wo- is one of those moments where you can figure out whose voice is who <laughs> <laughs> the the wood boards that we're throwing at aren't that big a deal but the wood framing that the boards are attached to is more what i'm worried about oh so so then i thought about putting wheels on them so i can put them back in the garage when we're done wow that seems like a shitload of work or just getting a tarp to put over them i think you're overthinking how maybe quickly and easily the boards will warp all right so (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out here a little bit um we built one of these targets for up at the cabin Mm -hmm. all right um it just lived through the up winter which is kind of wild yeah it was almost perfect oh we got back up there I mean, um, I, I do overthink a lot of that shit. and I, I think uh, if you did like a treated wood, it'll definitely last for a while. Yeah. So what we did is we just went and got pine. Um, just get a thick pine. Mm-hmm. That way it'll take the abuse and it doesn't, you know, spring. Um, build a frame behind it. And then we set ours up to where you're able to take the beat to shit, you know, stuff on and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that way you can kind of, you know, just put a new target up. That's how a lot of the X-Strong places do it. Like, they put them in sections. Yeah, we did our as research. As the, the sections get all fucked up, like, you you can replace, like, single sections on it, so. Yeah, ours, basically, we kind of made, like, a, almost like a hanger system to where it hangs over the, because it's mounted in between two trees. So when you basically lift it over these two-by-sixes. Oh, and you just hook it on there? And you hook it on there, and then we have, you know, where you can run some screws in the back of it, you know, to keep it from bouncing, anything like that. So, um, but we can replace the individual boards on the front as well. Do you just use standard hatchets, or do you throw some other fun shit at it? Um, Like ninja stars? No. Ninja stars, throwing knives, like a full-size axe. Babies. So out out of that list... So out of that list, I think the only thing, you know, that we have thrown, well, I mean, we haven't thrown, you know, the the stars. We haven't thrown a full-size axe. Um, These are all things that I've actually done at some of the places that I've gone to. Like, they they allow you. I don't know if the group that goes up there is responsible enough to have a full-size axe. Uh, They gave us access to a chainsaw the other day, and that was, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you, when you start varying up what you're throwing, and then you start to get good at it with, I mean, like a full three-foot axe, and you start to get good, and you start just spiking it every time, it's a real confidence booster. (laughs) I can imagine that's a great time if you were to enter the, I mean, you I guess like barbarian words or something. <laughs> Just saying, it's. it's I'm ther- not doubting that's a good time. It's therapeutic, man. Uh, it's it's funny because all the guys that go up there whenever we're throwing, I throw the hardest. You know, at the target, probably not the best way of doing it no but it's the uh, most stress relieving so i don't care if i stick it or not i'm just whipping axes <laughs> so yeah so i mean and it, it's funny because they will they'll crack jokes that mine's traveling like twice as fast um i accredit it to i spend a lot of time you know playing catch with my son there's also a considerable amount of rage buildup there you go that needs sure. to go away there you go. <laughs> for sure yeah that that is where i'm guessing that's why you do it that is the bulk of the reason that i do it is yeah. there is nothing quite like that in rage release that's legal so probably fair yeah <laughs> but it's weird how things like that are relaxing you know whether it be you know throwing an axe and i mean because you're effectively you know tearing apart you know something else destroying something yeah i mean like we did some demo um you know work you know like literally just taking out a wall you know uh helped one of our friends that was also really relaxing which is weird to think that like tearing out plaster is relaxing or something that labor intensive could be that relaxing and my my sister-in-law and brother-in-law they had they had me come over and demo their bathroom the whole thing and i mean it was an older house like the shower wall was essentially made of concrete and that uh that mesh that you put in there like it was a motherfucker trying to get yeah. that shit out of there imagine. but it was fun like they just turned me loose with sledgehammers and all kinds of shit and yeah. i did a nice job so <laughs> do you guys find like mindless work to be relaxing Define mindless work. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean by mindless work, right? Elaborate. So, like, 
mowing the lawn doesn't take any thought. I like mowing the lawn. Like, I find things like that. I find things like, so, you know, whether it be mindless work of, you know, I don't want to put, like, intricate tiles on a wall, but ripping down a wall. Um, you know, chopping a tree up. Yeah, just chainsawing a tree. Yeah, chainsawing yeah. a tree and then cutting it into sections to get rid of it. You know, mindless things like that to where you do kind of have to be a little aware. But, oh, you right. know, I, I like a good yeah. manual labor where I don't have to think my way through it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's, for me, I think there's two two versions of that. One is, like you guys are kind of talking about, it's that, like, expressive, maybe some violence, some physical activities. And then there's the other side of it, which is, would probably be, like, a meditation or, like, I like doing puzzles because to your mindless mm-hmm. work point, it's not work, but it's mindless. Like, you you can get lost in it because you're just looking for certain pieces, but it's really not. There's nothing, there's no stakes on the line for it. Like, it is literally the, like you said, doing a puzzle. Like, you're if you don't get the puzzle done, it's not the end of the world. Right. But if you do get it done, cool, you know, and there's, I used to play those Lego or the Lego video games like just for that reason. There's zero stakes to it. You can never die. Like the Legos break apart and then they just come back together. Like you, I said, I turn my brain off and I just fuck around with those for a while. Like there's there's zero to it. Yeah, video games is a good good way to relax too. It depends on the video game. So now like racing games. Now what? So I'm an Xbox guy. <coughs> I know. I know. Loser. I know. Fuck. And it's mostly because of the. <laughs> Mostly because all my friends played Xbox. So I just played Xbox. No, it's it? mostly because of the Forza series. They don't have Forza on PlayStation? No, it's Gran Turismo. Mm, that's why I knew Gran Turismo the other time and not Forza. Yeah. Because and the, they're both I'm like the big player. racing simulators. I'm now, there's two versions of Forza. There's the Horizon, which is an open world, a little more, you know, arcade-y. Um, and then there's Forza Motorsport, which is very simulate. You know, simulated. It's a, it's a simulate? Ra- <laughs> you got blah, it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Um, you know, so it's a full-blown simulation to where, you know, the tow-in that you adjust on your car matters for that track. You know, tire pressures matter, you know, rebound, all of that stuff I got to imagine that is not relaxing for it you. It is not relaxing all. for me whatsoever. <laughs> um, no, that is not. You know, I know it's outside your wheelhouse, but I did see a movie trailer the other day that I think would be right up your alley in that vein. It's basically the story of, I think it was Nissan Motors. They took all the top performing, the gamers or whatever, on that game, I believe. And they... Are you talking about the new Gran Turismo movie? Is that what it was? Like, it where could they, be. They took like the top 10 gamers for that game and put them on the track and tried to train them into like an actual racer. I think that that is the new Gran Turismo movie. Um, there is a YouTube, a YouTuber that I watch, you know, um, Amelia Hartford, uh, that I think she's in that movie. Um, you know, she's, there's one guy that actually goes and races like by the time that, yeah. or through the trailer or whatever, but so that would be something that I would be interested in seeing. I played Gran Turismo. I mean, you know, I, I enjoy things like that. And I, you know, car guy. So, yeah. you know, right. stuff like that would be, am I going to rush to the theater? Let's be honest. No. Um, if I happen, you know, to stumble across it, probably watch it. I'd be real shocked if that was an actual theater movie, like, and not like probably gonna be direct video. Yeah, it's 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 probably gonna be like a Hulu or Netflix release or something like that, where it's just a streamer movie. But I'm, which is fine for me. I immediately thought of you when I saw it. I'm like, oh, Adam might actually watch this. (laughs) Yeah, I might actually watch that. Um, you know, but. I'm not going to make it a priority. Uh, I still haven't seen Air, and I mean, it loves sneakers. And I actually, whole, jam. I actually did watch that. Yeah. Don't yeah. ruin it. Don't no ruin spoilers. It. Don't ruin it. Don't, don't do know. it. I told you about Cocaine Bear because you asked. Yeah. Like, uh, I watched that too. It was How good. How good is that? What it. a dumb movie. <laughs> Um, it is stupidly fantastic. I don't want to hear the spoiler about how Air Jordan's got to become the most famous sneaker of all time. Don't, I, don't spoil it for us. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, it's, it's this, like, I'm interested in seeing the story. Do I know the story of how it all went down? Yes, I do. Matt Damon. Yeah. But I want to see how I they portray it on screen. I don't, but I talked to the wife after we were done watching it. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's kind of entertaining. But it, like the whole movie is like this intense buildup of will he, won't he. But I'm like. We all know he does. It's, it's like. Like Titan- Titanic. Like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, it's like yeah. Titanic. The bolt's gonna fucking hit. <laughs> so funny. How's it gonna go down though? That's the question. Funny so. story about the Titanic. Um, I think I may have mentioned this on here before. I was just on old. The Titanic. Ma- no, oh. I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, I was Spider. on. A- 
I was on a date and we went to go see the Titanic, you know, movie. And she reaches over as they announce the iceberg and she says in my ear, oh my God, they're going to miss the iceberg. I, think I literally did. at that point was like, this is clearly not going to work. I'm not a very good steward of history. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> no, absolutely not. Jesus Christ. Wait, was, um, it, was this the one that tried to tell you cocaine out of the prison or? No, 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 no. <laughs> that was a different no. one. That was a different one. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, and I think <laughs> that's, that's another way Adam likes to relax. He wrote, he writes letters to yeah, prisoners. I, I write a lot of letters he's, to prisoners. You know, um, he's, a sol- up. he's a solid pen yeah, pal. right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a pack of spokes and a lever. Absolutely. Put $4 in your commissary funds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never put any funds in anyone's commissary. I've never smuggled any drugs into the prison. I've never been or in any, a prison. Or anywhere. For- <laughs> Yeah, or anywhere. Actually. Adam, why are you winking so much? <laughs> this is an audio format. They can't see you winking. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, it's, I, like, I think that'd probably be pretty, I don't find movies to be relaxing like you guys do, though. Like, I just don't. And I don't, which isn't, like, entirely weird, because I don't find sports to be relaxing like you do. Like, Yeah, like watching a baseball game, I'm sure, is relaxing. No, it's not relaxing. Oh, my God. No, it's not relaxing. Okay, you need to relax. Then why do you do it? Yeah. Like, you like even you, watch, like, batting what practice are you do and about everything it? else? Like, huh? Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, why does it stress you There's out? There's nothing I can do, but it's it's not necessarily stress. I think it's because, I don't know why it stresses me out. I mean, like, I don't get necessarily upset about the win or the loss. I get a little more upset about the... How they're playing or yeah, something? Yeah, how they're playing, you know, kind of, you know, the process. But it's funny because in, you know, the you know with my in-laws and everything, I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> Which is what? Yeah, right. I'm the voice of reason whenever it comes to you know to athletes because, because their you whole have thing spreadsheets and it's not that bad. Um, Abacus. Yeah, but but I mean you know like their whole thing is oh god he went over three today or over you know one for four right ah, fucking sucks send him back down to the minors I, that shit's hard hitting the baseball's hard no I know but I figured you would be like one of those old timey dudes that like used to sit in the stadium and like have the uh, the, the scorecard card and you know fill so it out and, I like, do enjoy yourself doing I that. do find scoring a game to be very entertaining very relaxing yeah because it I'm already so invested in the game and mm-hmm. like the little nuances that are going on that that becomes relaxing to me. And I like to, you know, like we'll be sitting there watching with my son and I'll make comments about, you know, the things that are going on. And he and I will kind of banter back and forth of how that situation should have gone down. So I find that kind of thing to, it's not necessarily relaxing. It's more of like mentally stimulating to me. Um, But it's a lot of fun, you know, to do that. Um, But like watching playoff games or, you know, all I do not find that relaxing whatsoever. Uh, I'm way too heavily invested, you know, because... Being a Cubs fan, I'll literally watch or listen to 150 games out of the season. Um, I mean, it's not uncommon for me to have, you know, an earbud in listening to a game, you know, at work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty invested, but I don't find it relaxing. So what 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 do you do? So the lake is like once in a while, it's like right? Twice, twice a, a year? Twice, maybe three times a year going so what, up there. So what about just like your daily, weekly, um, what do you try to do to, like if you know you had a bad day or you just you just feeling anxious or I'm not stressed? I'm not good at sitting down and going, hmm, I'm just going to put my feet up and relax. Uh, I'm very good at working through those types of things. I've always kind of prided myself on a strong work ethic. So like, as I mentioned earlier, you know, kind of like mindless manual labor is something that I do enjoy. Um, you know, I find relaxing, but I also... Like, I ride my bike a lot, whether it be stationary on a trainer downstairs or whether it be, you know, out on the road, mountain biking, whatever it may be. Uh, I find road riding to be far more relaxing than mountain biking because it's literally, I don't have to focus on anything but six feet in front of me. And then the repetition of, you know, the pedal, you know, stroke, and you're not making big, crazy turns, you know, everything is more like body lean, stuff like that. Like, I find that to be very, very relaxing. Do you get like that, um, that like, I, I don't know what it's called, but um, maybe the pattern of your pedal. Where you're like, yeah, very much, absolutely, like a metronome. Yeah, like a metronome, but it kind of like lulls you or like relaxes you, calms you. It is, you know, and especially and I, the one thing that I love, like I don't find climbing to be as relaxing, like mountain climbing. No, like like going up a larger hill, like just climbing on a bike, on a flat. Whenever you can really settle in and you can find that rhythm and not have to worry about anything. What about like just trail riding? I don't find trail riding relaxing at all because I find it 
it really hard to find a rhythm there. I just always like doing the trail riding. You know, I did bike a little bit. Like I like the trail riding just because it was it was nice scenery. Like you could. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. it, but I don't find it nearly as relaxing as you know a road ride. Um, and it's funny, I, I used to teach a road safety course, you know, for a local bike shop. Um, and I would always comment about the, the time that, you know, you stop paying attention is the time that you're going to get in trouble, you know, and, and something could happen, but that's my favorite time. Uh, <laughs> the danger zone. No, it's not the danger zone, but do it's as like, I say, it's, not as I do. <laughs> but what I mean is like you get out, there's a road out here that has like two, you know, a couple curves in it. That's got a nice shoulder and I'll set up just to the left of the white line, but it's pretty close to pancake flat. And it's like eight miles long, this section is. There's nothing like setting up at 22, 23 mile an hour, 92 to 95, you know, cadence. That's how many times you're spinning the pedals. I was going to say, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and stay in one gear and literally just listen to... Get lost in it. You can completely get lost in it. You yeah. know, your your wheels are, are making a little bit of a hum noise. There's, you know, the, the feedback coming, you know, a little bit of vibration coming, you know, from the tires. There's all these different things. And then it's like you literally, at least for me, I'll get to a situation to where it's like... Oh shit, that's over. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and it's and it's some of those times Just blacked that it, out for thirteen seconds. Well, but it's weird because like <laughs> you ever I said, do that when you drive? Yeah, it's weird. Like how the fuck <laughs> I get here? <laughs> seconds? <laughs> no, I do it for. 30 minutes. Yeah, right? (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) How the hell did I get home? (laughs) But but yeah, I mean, that's and it is. It's just because, like you kind of mentioned, you know, finding a rhythm, finding something that you can, that's repeatable, that's mindless. Yeah. So I guess because, I don't guess I've really had like a stress-free job. I've always had something that's either you're making a lot of decisions or you're managing people or, you know, all the above at all the time. Or, you know, everything's a fucking fire drill. And I, I think that that's why I gravitate towards movies and shit like that is mm-hmm. more, I could just shut down. Like, I don't have to make any decisions at that point. I don't have to, I don't even have, really have, I don't have to be actively involved in it. I can shut my brain off, throw on a movie and just relax. Like, it's over when it's over. Like, it's not nothing crazy. Like, and it's a very finite set of time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, after an hour and a half, that's over. And I can either, I can either choose to move on and go do some other activity after i've wound down for that amount of time or i can put on another one and most movies have sequels at this point so i can continue Mm -hmm. down that track Mm -hmm. so i think a lot of my movies and video games came from my exhaustion like i would just be so physically exhausted by the time i got a day off Mm -hmm. that i just didn't want to do anything because i was so tired and i was sore and i was you know whatever i just needed to like physically recover so doing more physical activities always wasn't the yeah best way to relax or the best way to yeah. you know and then you just heal. kind of <laughs> fall into that habit a little bit like my the movies and stuff came from how we grew up like every every tuesday we had to go to family video to get the new releases for that week or whatever and then we'd all watch them and whatever so yeah there was a little family time experience in there yeah, so, yeah sure. we just didn't grow up with that i mean you know we, i just didn't grow up with that it was also a source of contention because someone would pick stupid fucking movies and you only had one tv so you all had to watch it whether you mm. liked it or not so that what, was always... what stupid movies did you choose tony <laughs> i wasn't referring felt, to him felt like a personal attack there all of them all <laughs> of them yeah all of them but i mean it was just the it was just that like you you would have to watch whatever because you only had the one tv that yeah. you know had the vcr and um you know if if the parents or whoever you know it, wanted to watch their it's just funny drama because, <laughs> like every tuesday it would through it it wouldn't matter what it was any new releases we picked up it didn't matter how dumb or whatever it was we just got them all <laughs> yeah yeah i do remember that and like that was we'd get like d-grade movies that just because they came out that week and we'd watch it that's the that's how my movie knowledge is what it is is because of all those terrible movies that we, from growing up <laughs> yeah and i think that's where you're right i think that's where it started from as far as a source of entertainment and then it just kind of built into your daily life yeah because okay well i'm tired but there's all these movies i gotta catch up on so this kind of works out movies now tv you know like netflix you can binge whatever and so yeah it just i mean it it was how we were raised yeah i'll be honest with you though like i think we're getting just over saturated saturated with content to the point where it it actually doesn't help me relax because i have to sit there and try to fucking find something and it gets so unrelaxing after a minute that I'll just I'll I'll turn something on that I've probably seen 50 fucking times from 20 years ago 
Just uh, because I cannot choose something because there's so much shit. A hundred percent. I find myself looking for older movies that I've seen a hundred times instead of yeah. trying to find something new. Or like the the wife, she goes on and she tries to find something new. She's like, "Oh, we haven't seen this before. Do you want to watch it?" Okay. Yeah. And then she sees my lack of enthusiasm for it, and then we usually end up seeing like a, a movie from like the '90s yeah. or something or, like that. Like it. So because I've I've done that. Like I've spent 45 minutes scrolling through Netflix, through Hulu, yep. through HBO. Max through Amazon and not being able to find a fucking thing to watch that looks like it's wor- worth watching. And then you're right. I end up just watching something I've seen a billion and nine times. That's called decision fatigue. Yeah. Or to Adam's point, I'll just turn on like some David Attenborough, you know, nature shit and just let it go. Or I'll watch Ancient Aliens. I haven't <laughs> I haven't crossed over to that. Like usually it's a movie or something for me. Yeah. Like something like I just, you know, we did it yesterday. I watched The Last Castle again. It's I know I've mentioned it on here before but it, like usually once a year i'll clip it on and this happened to be that time have you guys ever tried to actually like meditate or like yeah calm your mind or listen to your i've, I've tried it um like sober a lot of times yes <laughs> uh, no never I, I i probably should because i'm 200 mile an hour in my head all the time i've done it in like super small things like okay for 30 seconds i'm going to try and it is so difficult but from what i understand is that if you practice and you do get good at it it's supposed to be one of the best ways to relax and clear your mind i mean i'll try it again the wife she keeps trying to get me to try shit like that um i don't i don't mind trying it it just it seemed like i could not i could not focus on the meditation like do you think I can't, it's something I can't, you have to like someone has to like teach you i can't even count sheep at night like you know not sheep but you know whatever like if you're trying to go, if you're trying to go to sleep while you're wolverines yeah while dolphins and there's nothing going on Rhinoceroses. just to settle your mind just that Chip counting marks. that counting exercise giraffes I, I can't get past 10 without you know my mind wandering to something else like zebras zebras are one of them yes yeah. but i think that's the challenge i think that's like you know the the struggle is you because you can't so you have to like train yourself to do it so that you can get the benefit of like i've, I've downloaded some of that. these meditation apps and stuff like that where like they kind of walk you through it and like you know i focus on your breathing I, right like i've really really tried it it just and i've given it like weeks of consistent effort really weeks yeah. Every night for weeks. I will it, tell you right now, I have not even tried. I have not even thought about trying. I probably will never try it. The closest I will ever get to meditating is probably what I just described, flying down the road on a bicycle. Because I can shorten my thought process down to a very small, finite section of something. But it's not just interesting, though, that like there is that void that it could exist if you could figure it out. God, I feel like that'd be amazing. Right? It, it really would. Like It would solve a lot of my problems. Like I think just the general quieting of your mind like would probably let you make better and more well-informed decisions like even during the day like if you can meditate you know once or twice a day and then that middle section where you're at work and you're really kind of doing stuff like being able to use that kind of technique to kind of filter out all the the background noise and just kind of be able to focus on what you need to focus on it's probably a pretty solid tool say you use (laughs) music that way at work i like i've been meaning to ask if you guys are like this too like growing up it was always music to go to bed and it was never easy listening or anything else it was always metal i i can sleep to the heaviest shit that you know is on out there the wife definitely cannot <laughs> like when i go to sleep like i'll put on you know not or whatever and it puts me it puts me out like that there there's some thought behind that um and, and there's a lot of people like you'll see you know on a lot of social media apps that will talk about how that it's weird I, there was one that i saw yesterday and i don't remember what account it was um but you know made a comment about why is it that going to walmart and dealing with all these people like freaks me out but i can listen to you know like a lorna shore song or an infinite annihilator song and it's relaxing you know and that's like whatever i whenever you say the heaviest of the heaviest out there no, i'm i'm not I, you talking know, like I mean, death metal or anything and, and or like that like I, but i'm that way i can literally be at work and if i need to focus and i do like a lot of process writing if i really need to focus in and have like very finite you know detail on the things 
the best way for me to focus and do that is literally, and I predominantly listen to metal at work. Uh, and the Slipknot, you know, as you're kind of mentioning, is on the very lighter side of what I'm, you know, typically sure. listening to. But it's weird because there's so much going on that it shouldn't be relaxing. And the tempo is so high that should not be relaxing. That should not help you focus. You know, I would always think that, you know, like some instrumental blues guitar would be something great to focus to or piano covers. Yeah. That shit puts me to sleep. I'm not even interested in it. You know, I've actually found myself kind of getting into like the piano. Well, you play the piano now, right? I have a keyboard that I would like to learn how to play. So if any of our listeners out there are giving out free lessons, uh, I have put zero effort into actually learning at this point and I've had it since Christmas. My for wife, weeks. My he's wife, been putting in this work. My wife say, is you should do like your meditation. Yeah, for weeks. Try it every night for weeks. Yeah. yeah. My, my wife is a little sore on that one. I, I will learn. <laughs> when? <laughs> Eventually. But after I, your axes, axe throwing things done? I, I've got big plans, all right? I've got big But no, like I found myself, and it started with like a movie soundtrack, like um, Hans Zimmer does all the, basically the Christopher Nolan movies. So like your Inception, the what Interstellar, like the Batman movies, like he, he's done all those, he's done a ton more than that. But like I, there was one that like really kind of, I don't know why, it, but it like caught my ear so hard. It's called Cornfield Chase, but like I started seeking that out like i looked on youtube and like there's like a billion renditions of it like people just playing like there's people playing it in like an airport and stuff like that like live yeah right live you know versions of it and i fell down like that youtube rabbit hole more than a few times just listening to that one song over and over again and that helps you relax it did yeah see now i find like a lot of that instrumental stuff especially you know like movie soundtracks like what you're talking about to be more i guess those are more movie scores than soundtracks but yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. My like movie scores, not soundtracks. I, I misspoke there as well. I did. Yeah. But I find those to be far more dramatic than almost anything else I could listen to. Like that's almost more of a, a of a lift up and to remove the relaxation. Like that's almost more of an amp up for me because I do feel like a lot of that big build up to like big moments, you know, in shows and stuff. I may not have seen the movie, but I can you know understand that it's a big build up to the music. I don't listen to a lot of you know scores because I don't. Um, I mean, it definitely, yeah. I think it's more likely to invoke an emotion like that, like you said, that big buildup and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like it, That's what I love about metal breakdowns, too, though, because you know it's just building up. Yeah. I think for me, it's not necessarily the content, it's the volume. So I can listen to anything at a certain volume. High or low? Like lower. Like, See, and mine, <coughs> mine, I can't do it at a lower volume. It's got to be, not like max volume, but like it's... If it's too low, like it literally just sounds like background noise, like like elevator music. I like white way. noise type of volume. Yeah, no. So like I my f- fan running, like that's that's good for me. Or, or yeah. show a TV show playing in the background where I can basically, you know, I can kind of hear what's going on and mm-hmm. I can follow it, but it's not like almost like I have to strain a little bit to hear it. That's where the volume is. And it could be anything. It could be rock and roll. It could be crash metal. It could be my fan. It could be an Ancient Aliens. It doesn't matter. It's more the volume than anything. See, I'm not volume affected, really. Um, I don't listen. I mean, I listen to music loud, you know, occasionally, but I'm not constantly, you know, at 11. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I, don't. I don't get that. I mean, obviously nothing wrong that you do, but, now you in, know. Now in the car? Yeah, that's that's blasting at 11. Like anytime I'm in the car, like music wise, like because the stuff that I put on, it's always like fast paced. It's always, you know, pretty heavy or not as heavy as you were listening to, but. Okay, we'll get you. There. Yeah, like it's it's usually it's like I said, it's not easy listening stuff. So like the energy level, I like having it up pretty high. Yeah. Why do you think that is though? Because I think like when and the reason I asked that is because when I was younger, I was probably in your same boat, and then as I've grown older, I've kind of gone the opposite direction. And I'm sure my wife can tell you like there's times where we're in the car and I'll turn it down because I I don't know I just don't I don't know I just don't want it as loud. But when I was younger, yeah, I would I so, had the like so the when, whole system. And oh, yeah. Everywhere yeah. I go, you know, so it when, doesn't matter. It blasted all the time. I mean, I'm sure you're not going to be able to pinpoint it, but like, when did that start to happen? Like, I don't know, five years, Tuesday, ten years? seven years, <laughs> six <laughs> months, yeah. and three well, weeks I mean, ago, like five yeah. years, ten years. Like, is it more of a recent development or? 
Yeah, because there, there is a number of years between us. So I mean, maybe I just haven't hit that not a spot. lot. I said a num- not a lot. A number. So well, of course, there's a number. Right. So there's about eight <laughs> years between us. Seven. Very close. Well, here's another one of those moments where you can identify the voices. <laughs> Mine sounds a little bit younger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm 45 and you're 38, right? I will be. I'm not yet. Close enough. Sure. It's a month away, right? Or two. July 2nd. Yeah. 1985. And a social security number is? I'm saying I can fucking edit out a whole bunch of shit now. <laughs> Wanted you to know that I know your birthday. Anyway, um, yeah, I couldn't pick a particular moment, but I know this is going to go back to um, a previous episode where we discussed, like, you know, your your favorite music bands and, you know, your formative years and all that fun stuff. I think when when new music stopped affecting me the way that the old stuff stuff that I grew up with and really enjoyed affected me, that's maybe when that might, might have started or started to happen, if you will. And see, I primarily, like, honestly, like, I don't listen to radio, like, I'll put playlists on. So, like, it's all stuff that I kind of grew up with, the formative years and that. I definitely haven't hit that volume down period. Is it like a a rebellion thing? Like, I'm playing my music real loud. No, it just, it really does get, like, it's not relaxing. Like, it gets my blood pumping. Like, it, you know, it just gives me, like, a big boost of energy. And I know it's a stupid place to have it in the car, but, like, it's just... That's not. Why is that a stupid place to have it? I would think that boost of energy while you're <laughs> completely go, mold- go moshing around in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Might create road rage incidents, you know, things like that. But no, like it. No, I mean, it's not I, like you can get up and run around. But, but is it? But is it at after work or is it before work? Both. Both. So pump you up on the way in and then relax you, stressed out on the way. Not home. only that, but if you think about it on the way home, you've had a day. You you know you've been making decisions all day long not only you're responsible for yourself but you're responsible for you know your employees you're responsible for the business results and then you get in the car and your mind is exhausted because you've made thousands upon thousands of decisions all day long that affect multiple people and you have a long drive and you have a long drive so why would not amping yourself up with some music be the exact thing that you need to do because now you're counteracting you know the events of the day which in turn is going to you know amp you up a little bit so you know you don't fall asleep or we're in the you know the back of a family of 12 because i think too but in the same tone like i'll listen to podcasts on the way home i'm only in the car for 20 25 minutes sometimes so you know i have to pick and choose what i listen to and i think that's that is a big struggle i think a podcast that of un that i've never heard before oftentimes trumps you know my favorite song that i've heard a thousand times and i've kind of fallen into that too like the i I listen to a lot of more comedy based podcasts you know comedians doing podcasts that kind of stuff and it has that the slowdown has begun yeah maybe it has like it it, maybe that's the volume down to it is you know i don't listen to music as much as i used to because podcasts have kind of taken a taken a bit away from that but and they didn't have that when i was younger they don't have podcasts you listen to radio or you listen to cds yeah I listen, I mean, I listen to quite a few podcasts as well, um, but I kind of pick and choose. Um, you know, like when I'm I'm getting ready in the morning, you know, like, so I know that I've joked that Spotify probably has a red light. If I don't log in, they're probably like, oh shit, something bad's happened. You know, let's go do a, you know, let's go <laughs> do, do a wellness, wellness call. Um, <laughs> but I seriously, I get out and then as soon as I get dressed, I generally throw some earbuds in because I'm the only one in the house. Um, and then I'll generally listen to podcasts for the first half of my morning. Um, but unlike you guys to where, you know, you're really trying to, you know, where you're kind of listening to the same stuff over and over. Those discover new and daily mix that, you know, Spotify put together. I try to listen to different playlists, you know, that I've never listened to a couple times. Now, do I still have my, you know, go-to, you know, every once in a while? Absolutely. But I really kind of, I found that mixing it up. Now, I don't listen to it super loud in the car. You know, I don't need the windows down and let everybody know that I'm a metalhead, you know, but. My windows aren't typically down when I'm doing that like either like it's not showing off or anything like that although i can tell you a hundred percent like i do have a i do have a motorcycle and i do find that to be more relaxing than i ever realized it would be like riding it the sound of it the vibration from because you ride a harley so that shit's like shaking to death anyway just the 
just a writing like i i can't fully explain it because up until about five years ago i never wanted a motorcycle never had any want for it and then i got one and i do i just find it relaxing just like are you that asshole that blasts this shitty fucking music when he's riding his motorcycle so fucking loud because he can't hear it because his motorcycle is so fucking loud are you that guy the answer is yes. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do listen to music. Are, are, are I do you part of the loud pipes save lives mentality? Uh, the pipes I have on are the ones that came with the bike, so. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. That's his way of saying uh, it's yes. A, it's a Harley, so it is loud, but. But you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Like, come on, dude. Like, you know you can hear that because I can hear it. Four fucking cars behind you. Yes. No one cares about your some shitty idiot music. with like a, a you know. A, a, a mullet? Yeah. Well, or a skullet. Skullet. Yeah. So. You know, bald on top, flowing in the back. <laughs> and, you know, he's got his leather jacket on and he's listening to fucking winger. I could throw the football over the mountains. Like reliving his youth. I could throw the football a quarter mile. <laughs> I do love the other day this happened and it was the funniest shit ever um, because Chicagoland spring is Finally here. Sprung. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have three months of shitty hot weather and then we're going to go to, you know, the 20s, 30s again. Yeah. <laughs> Nine months of 30 30s. raining. <laughs> uh, but this guy pulls up and he's like this big dude, right? Long gray hair. And I swear to God, he was listening to Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg on his Harley. Okay. <laughs> and dude, he's just bobbing his head along with it. <laughs> Dude, I like, keep, I, I can kind of get behind your vibe, man. Yeah. I keep seeing the, the video pop up on Instagram. It's this, this guy, bl- big black guy, bald Taylor hat, Swift? Listening to Taylor Swift. He's <laughs> oh, in yeah. shorts, I think, sandals. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's got this just relaxing. Yeah. fucking Harley banger. That's the thing, though. I mean, like, that's the great thing about music, in my opinion. Who the fuck cares what you look like? So, so the Jam other, what you like. So but. I will say that while cruising down the road, I do listen to the music a little bit higher but i do as i pull up to like stoplights and stuff i do turn it down like i don't i'm not trying to be that asshole so as i get up to like a stoplight or stop sign whatever and there's other cars around i do turn the i do turn the volume on it down yeah i mean because it's it's an open cabin I mean, you know, you don't yeah. have the music to, to bounce off of anything. So it has to be louder in order for you to hear, sure. you know, and then you got your Harley save, you know, save my life pipes, um, you know, and all that stuff. But I, I will tell you, this is, and this is the last a weird comparison. So I find riding a motorcycle to make me very anxious because of interacting with the road. But I'll climb on a 16 pound bicycle in fucking spandex and be completely at home. That doesn't tell you how fucked up my head is. Little booty shorts. He has, he's got I, a unitard he wears. I've seen it. Have you seen I've the s- pictures? No, I've seen them on the road. <laughs> I've, I've seen you on the road. True story. Yeah. I've driven by. I don't care. Like, that fucking looks like it. Okay, that is Adam. That is yeah. Adam, yeah. Don't care. Don't care. I, I like you, it. I want you to wear it to the one of the podcasts one day. I've considered just like, ride, we I've just ride a promo pic. Yeah, well, just, no, no, just do a little promo pic. Yeah. <laughs> I typically, yeah. what I... Like I typically I'll just work over, vest. just I'll from like the bottom of the to the top, like your neck. You know, oh, yeah, right. so I'll put my biker vest on. <laughs> nice. Start some weird band. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, bikers anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> two totally bike. type of biker. Two totally different type of bikers. Is there a third type? So would there be a third type of biker? Maybe I could Te- say the third. Technically, a cyclist, like in a. He is a cyclist. I mean, like the yeah. spin classes type. No, like the ones that don't actually. No, those aren't cyclists. Don't no no. Those no, are no, exercisers. No. Oh. Those are exercisers. Those are <laughs> Uni- yes unicy- no unicycle are... people. The ones that juggle and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> let me. T- so I used to like I mentioned. I used to, you know, teach this road safety. I would also lead two rides a week, you know, for this bike shop. If you exclusively do spin class, do not go to a group ride. You are a fucking danger. You're going to get someone killed. Could you ride too fast? Could your legs pump too hard? So no, strong? it's because they ride too stupid. Oh. They're used to being in one place. Hmm, interesting. They're not able to shift without someone telling them to shift. They're all over the road. I, fucking, Jesus Christ, just go into oncoming traffic and save the rest of us. Anyway, if you think of a third cyclist, let me know. <laughs> Probably mountain bikers. Mountain, mountain biker? Mountain bikers are, that's a way different breed. I don't think I, I'm a, I still I don't like think I'm a biker. <laughs> those are hard to ride. I don't have the balance for that shit. Yeah, those are hard to ride. Especially if my leg don't work. Tricycle, you <laughs> can ride. Tricycle, you can get one of them like twirly mustaches. Oh. <laughs> 
like one with a gigantic front wheel. <laughs> nice. I don't remember what the what they call those, but those are fun. Those are nice. funny things. I've never been on one, but it's pretty funny. So yeah, well, I'm I, not at all relaxed after this conversation. By the way, I very well, much am. Yeah. I was hoping maybe we could learn something. You know, just try some other stuff, see what happens. I, I know think, we're pretty high strung fellows sometimes. So I think I'm going to give the meditation another go. Yeah, let me know how that works out after you learn the piano too. I'm going to try blaring my music when I fall asleep. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that because I, I know my I know myself. <laughs> that would not work for me. Fair enough. I mean, it doesn't doesn't work. For try me. puzzles, guys. Okay. Try doing a couple. Puzzles. I've never done a jigsaw puzzle ever. You should I, try it. Never. I done actually one. really do like doing puzzles. Yeah. Like or okay. And, so and I've done this. I like doing escape rooms just for the like. Oh god, that would not relax me at all. <laughs> Holy fuck! It does not relax me, but I really like my wife. I'm gonna is, solve the crime. <laughs> My wife is unreal oh, with we, escape rooms. I it's, love doing them. Like it's we've done kind a of lot scary of how them. her mind works. Like we've done all, almost all the ones in Lake County. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, like, that's kind of cool. That would I, I would not know. Mm-mm. You know what I would think about the whole time? How much time? Saw. How much time? Saw. Oh. That's all I would think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Adam saw off my leg. We're gonna get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. With pleasure. Yeah. Which one? You want the one that goes to sleep all the time? <laughs> yeah. Take the bad one. You know, there I, I forget what it's called, but there's one which surprised the hell out of me. It's super good quality and like you never know it. It's uh there's a haunted house in Zion that uh, has an escape room too, like in the off season. So like all that warehouse that they have for doing the haunted house, they convert a lot of it into escape room. To one escape room? No, they have a couple. Oh, I was just checking that since like a big escape room to find that- clues in. Honestly, there was a lot of rooms that you went in and out of, but like the quality of the actual escape room and like, because I've been to somewhere. They're kinda, What's it called? They're, yeah. Boy, did it leave a uh, lasting impression. Did you leave a Google review? I did not. Um, <laughs> I will have that for the next podcast. Just uh, maybe throw it on the Instagram. Yeah, I'll throw it on the Instagram. But <laughs> I spent 17 minutes hyping this place and I can't tell you what it was. Fuck <laughs> Now I really Once feel like again. I did not have this planned. It just kind of came up, but <laughs> now right. I feel like a jerk off because I can't remember. Attention all listeners. I would like for you to rewind 15 seconds. That's another voice identification moment. Yes. Just so you know. <laughs> I want to know. I'm uh, curious. What are you going to go do it? It's in. It's close. Have you ever done an escape room? No. Which means you're not going to do this one either. <laughs> but I just never done one before. It doesn't mean I'm unwilling. Uh, you know, I, escape I, rooms I would, are in public, right? What? Yeah. I mean, there's I like would, other people. <laughs> I would be more than willing to go do an escape room with you. Don't cut my leg off. I'm not going to cut. You're going to cut. Be you're going to cut your own. for me. You're <laughs> going to cut your own off. <laughs> no promises. So, but no, those are those are a lot of fun. I, I like I like doing shit like that where they're like puzzle based and like kind of group activity kind of shit like that. Like where you're got a team of people all trying to figure out the same shit. I did an escape room once with a couple of people who were like, I'm too dumb for this. And literally my wife is like, yes, you are. Get the fuck out the way. Yeah. <laughs> just, go, just go sit in the corner and play with the flashlight. I got this. <laughs> it was awesome. You just stand there and I'll tell you what to do. Right. So it sounds like we need to put together, you know, like a, uh, a, a Cogs night out where we do an escape room and go to Kuma's Corner. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of my, that's a lot of the outside world, Mike. I know. That's got to settle down. <laughs> I, these, if you notice, I was trying to steer to the internalized <laughs> forms of relaxation. We all picked up on it. Not these like go out and yeah. interact with other human beings. No, you, you should try cycling. You can be completely alone and in a group at the same time. Spin class. <laughs> and the I won't ride with you. Oh, the name of the escape room in Zion is called Edge of Escape. Edge of Escape for all our listeners. Oh, that's and Mike. Very fantastic. That, so that, that is the name. Right. Rewind back forty-five seconds to figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> At least we got it. You have to wait till the next episode. Big plug for Edge of a Ski. There you go. (laughs) All right. You know what? I I feel like this is the best point to end this. I mean, you solved the great mystery of the the, The, the nameless escape room. Yeah. That's that's part of the escape itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Figuring out the name. So. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, so this will be coming out at a future date. Of course. But it's the same date as when being it, released as, as when you're going to listen to it because it's live. Yeah. It's live. It's live when you're listening to it. That's right. Uh, and if and, and if you guys have any other uh, relaxation techniques or maybe some, uh, you know, ideas on how we can get Tony to meditate. Yeah. Or send him over. If you wanted to maybe get a hold of us, you know, we can maybe set up to, you know, where we bring you onto the podcast and you teach us how to meditate. Oh, God. On be the, the podcast. be the most boringest podcast ever. <laughs> 
Okay. Three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine the three of us trying to stay focused with somebody doing that? Oh, it'd be terrible. I, I uh, give them five minutes before they're so frustrated with us talking over all them. All of a sudden, they just, just dial leave. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You forgot your $20. Yeah. Right. Keep it, fuckers. <laughs> all right. Well, good deal. Um, I think this is going to wrap this one up here. Yeah. Hit us up on the Gmails at cogs.pod at gmail.com or on the grams at cogs.podcast if you want to uh, interact <laughs> with us. <laughs> and on that note, don't forget to have a conversation of your own. Oh, Good night. shit.